This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. Good morning. You're listening to the Carl Miller Show, principal broker of Carl Miller Realty LLC here located at 7700 Timberlake Road in Lynchburg. And we are your caring, competent, trusted advisor for real estate sales and service. Today's topic, what is the best day to list your house? The window of opportunities that buyers have right now. And in the second house, half of our show, we'll learn about an upcoming limited seating Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra outdoor concert with Mr. Mike Lewis, who will also share about the season's upcoming concerts. Special thanks to Fortress Foundation Solutions for sponsoring our show this month. Fortress Foundation Solutions is a locally owned company that takes pride in protecting your home. Your fortress, they say. They specialize in basement waterproofing foundations, repair, crawl space encapsulation, and concrete leveling. With free estimates and professional service, trust the local experts at Fortress Foundation Solutions for all things basementy, in their words. Visit FortressFoundationSolutions.com today for more information about their great company. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. This week's featured listing is a brand new to the market home and located in the Perrymont School District of Lynchburg with new siding, replacement windows, and new floorboards on the front covered porch. Not to mention the paint, it's beautiful front porch. This Cape Cod offers four bedrooms and two full bathrooms, complete with an unfinished basement and all appliances. Don't miss out on this beautiful home priced at just $169.9. Well, joining us today is Yancey Campbell, our marketing director at Carmilla Realty. Good morning, Yancey. Good morning. You know, we continue to just be a sponsor of various community events, and you've been working hard at our office this week, not just with your normal marketing scope yeah. of work, but you've kind of taken on the role of an interior designer. That's right. Office. That's right. We've had a, we have a good amount of space in our basement that's been renovated, but um, has yet to be decorated. And so I've kind of taken on that role this week. And it has been such a good time of just going around shopping at local companies and boutiques in Lynchburg and finding some great stuff that we can utilize in that space. Our little basement, we have a pool table down there. It's going to be a great it's little awesome. lounge area here very soon as we get that furnished out and get uh we have hvac systems in the offices downstairs but we don't have one in that room yet that is going to happen very soon yeah it'll be very comfortable and we have another little announcement debbie timberlake licensed realtor here in lynchburg has been selling real estate for quite some time many years transferred her license to us this month and we're just very very excited to have her on board and we're creating good office space that make a comfortable environment for our real estate professionals that's and right thanks yancy for all your hard for work Debbie there to yeah. join us it's good yeah she's going to be a great a great ad her son shane came on board with us a few week a few months ago and we had him on the air in the past episode so but we do still have an ongoing shoe drive at our office yes that is through august 31st so we're coming up on just about a little over two weeks left on that. So if you guys have any used, gently used, or brand new shoes you would like to donate to come to the altar ministry, you can stop by our office at 7700 Timberlake Road and drop those off. Um, and it's just going towards a really great um, fundraiser. And so it's a great opportunity to give back. We have a big shoe box right inside our front door. Stop by, say hi, drop off your shoes, and go. We're looking for gently used or even brand new shoes. And then we have, we'll learn more about this in the second half of our show, but the Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra has a concert that we're sponsoring next Thursday evening. And uh, Mike Lewis will be joining us in the second half. And then we also have the Virginia 10-mile race we're sponsoring, Yancey. That's right. Do, and we have, have or had a giveaway 
Yes, so we have our giveaway, and um, let me go ahead and pull up the winner of that giveaway. Okay, yeah, so we, we announced this last week, and we had some special instructions on our Instagram and Facebook. So do you have that? You're getting it. While you I'm pull that it. up, I'm, sorry. I'm going to also <laughs> talk about uh, just the other little event that we sponsored locally in the community, which was Dunbar Theater had their Something Rotten pilot show, and those kids pulled off just an amazing performance. Uh, four, four shows last weekend, and my daughter performed in that. It was just a great a great show for the community, and I would just encourage listeners, if you've never been to a Dunbar school play that the uh, Carters host, it is, it's worth seeing. Even though it's middle school, these kids pulled off a pilot show. This show will be, this show will now be, um, they'll be evaluated, maybe tweaked a little bit by the screenwriters up in New York, by the playwrights, I should say, and then it will be sold to high schools and middle schools all over the country. And uh, those kids worked really hard. That's right. All right. So for our winner for the Virginia 10 Miler, Kelly Rogers, you've won a ticket, um, an entry into the 10 Miler. And our second winner is Hillary Leach. So Kelly Rogers and Hillary Leach, if you guys want to um, just reach out, we'll also reach out to you over Instagram with a code that you can use to sign up for the 10 Miler and you guys can uh, run that race. That's awesome. Four miler or ten miler, it's good for either one. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, we've been talking about buyers the last two weeks, and and we're going to kind of continue that theme just a little bit today. And just to recap, two weeks ago I shared five reasons to buy this summer, and just without going to all the weeds of it, the five reasons were affordability, equity, investment to right size, and fifth to hold and enjoy. And then last week we talked specifically about tips for first-time buyers, and and the, the five topics we, we covered were talking with a local lender, contracting with a good local realtor who can be your buyer's agent, uh, getting on with the search, what are the aspects of, of moving forward with searching for the right home, and then leaning into your home inspector and just being comfortable with the condition and the maintenance items uh, revealed before moving forward. And then fifth, just keeping the finish line in mind, keep the end in mind, you know, it's it's stressful to buy a home, and there's always challenges. Or there's always bumps in the road, but just kind of keep the keep the big goal in the forefront of your mind as you overcome those challenges. And hopefully, uh, your your broker or realtor will be just right there side by side and helping you overcome all of those challenges. So this week, I wanted to highlight a trend that I've been seeing locally, and that apparently is being seen nationally too. And I, and I kind of call it a window of opportunity for buyers right now. And Keeping Current Matters is an organization that tracks real estate trends specifically. They released a really informative report about the market. It's actually a 54-page slideshow, and it's very visually uh, appealing and lots of really good data points. And yeah, it's it's, it's good because I'm a visual learner, and when you see things kind of put out in charts and and graphs, to me, it just makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And I know for listeners today, I'm going to try not to get into the weeds too much with statistics and boring things, because but uh, check it out. Uh, Keeping Current Matters, it's a publicly available slideshow that's out there. But Basically, the, 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 the turn in the market right now is that inventory nationally is slowly creeping up. And in March of this year, there were just at, right at 900,000 homes on the market. But by May, it was up to 1,050,000, and it just continues to creep up. And, and locally, we're seeing that as well. In fact, we've highlighted on the show, there are almost 30% more houses active right now today than there were 10 weeks ago. Wow. And as of Friday this week, there was just over 300 single-family homes available in Greater Lynchburg, Lynchburg and the three touching counties. And that's that's still a low number. Don't don't get me wrong. The, the market is still hyper-competitive. But 
you know, when we go from 210 to 310 houses, you know, that, that's a good day. Pending sales continue to be right on pace, around 450 homes pending. Uh, you know, if you make the assumption those close out in 60 days, and honestly, they'll probably close in less than that, but I like to be consistent. So using 60-day data references, if we think ahead 60 days, that means the market is still selling about 225 homes a month. And I would probably venture to say that when we look backwards and we look at the last 90 days, that number is actually higher. It's it's closer to the 270 per month. And I, I would argue that probably those homes will close in 45 days on average instead of 60 days. But I, I tend to be a little conservative in my viewpoints as I'm running <laughs> data points. Um, the market is still hyper competitive. And we just, for example, we had a house we listed in the Fort Hill area, a nice $260,000 house. We actually highlighted it on our show last week. And it was a just a beautiful brick, two-story, four-bedroom, two-full bath. And I would have said that if we would have listed that house in April or March, we probably would have had 15 to 20 people in that house, you know, in the first three days. It was less than that. It was probably only, it was actually fewer than 10 people came through that house, but we did get multiple offers on it, even though it was less people seeing it. Um, Sometimes homes like that, you'll see as many as five to five or more offers coming in within the first three days. This one had multiple offers. It wasn't it wasn't more than that though. And uh, so I am seeing the market slow just a little bit. So the window of opportunity is basically the fact that the market isn't quite as intense in its pace and there are more homes for sale. Yeah, yeah. So along with this, summer is traditionally the, the time when serious buyers commit 100%, and the not-so-serious buyers kind of lay off. And I think that's what's happening. You know, there's some buyers that got discouraged, pulled off. Maybe they're on vacation, doing last-minute things. School started this week for a lot of schools, and so any parents that, uh, you know, are dealing with that, school district issues, they kind of tend to lay off as, as school gets started in August and September. So that's kind of what I'm seeing. I think that we have a bit of a window of opportunity for buyers to kind of get in right now when the market's not quite as intense as it was. And my encouragement for buyers is don't get left behind. You know, don't get left behind. What do I mean when I say don't get left behind? Well, we know that interest rates for mortgage money will be creeping up. And in fact, they're expected to go up to 3.37% by the end of the year. That's the projections that a number of organizations are putting out. And by second quarter 2022, the interest rates are projected to inch closer to right up to 3.6% mark. And hmm. and who knows? I, I've been saying for a long time and, and you know that they're going to go up. And I remember going on the air. Uh, it was in January or February in 2018. I think it was January with Mary and Brian. And the rates at that time were around the 4, 4 and 6.75% range. And I expected at that time the rates to be 5.5% by the end of the year. And I was wrong. They actually dropped down to the low fours. You know, however, the NAR, the National Association of Realtors, is sharing graphs and charts and projections and economists who are much smarter than I am. And and they're saying that by first quarter, the, you know, the interest rates are expected to go to about the 3.47. And again, by second quarter projections, 3.57%. So also, I think that the market will slow down its appreciation pace Make no mistake about it, homes are still going to go up in value, but I th but the uh, NAR is, is projecting that they will go up nationally about 8.6% this year in 2021. And in 2022, uh, you know, they're, they're analyzing this data. They're saying 5.1% for 2022. That's still a really, really good year as a standalone year, but uh, it definitely will be a little slower uh, compared to 2020 and, and 2021. 
You know, we've talked about wealth building by owning homes and just the automatic appreciation that typically accommodates home ownership. And one graph that really stood out to me in this report was a buyer who buys a $350,000 home or who bought a $350,000 home in January of this year, 2021, just from equity appreciation alone, just, you know, nothing else, no other factors, just equity appreciation by January of 2026 will have gained over $93,000 of equity. Wow. And again, economists who are studying these things, just looking at it, they kind of know where, where the market's heading towards. Um, and I would just say this, long story short, just buy a home and reap, reap the benefits of home ownership and long-term equity gains. So that's kind of what I just wanted to say today is that my message today is buy a house. You know, homes, homes priced under $100,000 nationally those sales are down 11% in the US and homes priced between 100 and 250 are down 1.7%. So the question is why are those sales down? Why are the price ranges down? Well the reason is houses have appreciated above those prices. Like it's just almost impossible to find a $100,000 home anymore mm-hmm. in the US. And 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 okay, so that's why the sales are down 11% is because there's no homes, there's very few homes under that price point. Everything's appreciated above and beyond that price. And and even in the this surprised me the hundred to two fifty, you know that that sales price point is down one point seven. And again, homes that were selling for two twenty a few years ago are now selling for two sixty. So we just we've just kind of gone. The, the U.S. markets have appreciated above and beyond that price point. And in Lynchburg, we don't quite understand that because our our median sales price in Lynchburg is is still in the low two twenties, and the average is two fifty. But in the rest of the U.S., the median, uh, the average anymore is around three fifty. So it's it's a hundred thousand dollars above Lynchburg, and and that's why when I look at these national numbers, it's like, well, that makes no sense. There's such a big demand. Well, it's just homes have appreciated above and beyond that. Yeah. So the value, the opportunity today is don't get left behind, like we talked about before. Buy 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 now. This is an interesting statistic. The homes that appreciated, the homes that sold the most and more than any other price point was the homes over $1 million. That The amount of sales of $1 million plus homes is up 245% uh, from last year at this time. So so the luxury market is very alive and well in the United States. So 245% up for homes priced over $1 million. So simply put, just buy a house and enjoy the long-term ride out of appreciation as the years go by. We, uh, we started a new segment of the show called Carl's Client Tip of the Week. And I just want to give this little tip. In a recent in-depth study by Zillow showed that the day of the week to list your house statistically that will produce the most offers is Thursday. Interesting. Thursday. The new listings that went live on a Thursday, on average, produced the most offers in the first three days. I wonder if it's just because people on the weekends have more time. I don't know. I, I'm guessing that's what it is. And because inversely, the listing day that stretched out the longest for average days on the market was Sunday. Wow. Homes that listed on Sundays take the longest to sell. Now, this is in this fast-paced market that we're in. Mm-hmm. But even in this fast-paced market, sometimes a bit of timing strategy doesn't hurt. That's true. When we come back, we're going to meet Mike Lewis, the executive director of the Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra. We're back with the Carl Miller Show. I am your host, Carl Miller, and we're joined in studio by Yancey Campbell, our marketing director with Carl Miller Realty. And we have a special guest in the studio, Mr. Mike Lewis. Hello, Mike. Carl. Hello, Yancey. Hey. Mike is the executive director of the Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra, and so happy you joined us today. Great to be here. 
We, uh, you've been around Lynchburg area for quite some time, Mike, and as, as real estate agents, one of the things we strive to do, of course, is showcase the benefits of the local community, and especially to out-of-town buyers relocating. And one of our community strengths is the arts and options to both participate and enjoy artistic performances. And we have a fantastic symphony orchestra in this town, and you are the executive director of it. What drew you into the executive director role, Mike? So let's be clear. Uh, that position has no musical aptitude attached to it. <laughs> they didn't hire me for that. I'm a business guy, and yeah. I've been in business in this town s- since 1985. So I, uh, quote, unquote, retired a few years back uh, and knew at the time some folks associated with the symphony who uh, were looking for an executive director. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we had a meeting, and, and one thing led to another pretty quickly. So I came on in January, actually, of last year which meant was I got to be a real executive director for about a month and a half, and then the <laughs> world right. changed, right? Yeah, no kidding. So a lot of the things that we had planned to do last year, we had to table or we had to adjust and pivot or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now I feel like this year we're actually having uh, a real year, a real season for the first time since I've been on board, and I'm very excited about that. Absolutely. We have three things we want to cover today. we got an upcoming outdoor concert next week, actually, and then we have other upcoming concerts this season and just a very exciting merger that is taking place. Why don't you lead off and tell listeners about the upcoming outdoor concert event that's available next Thursday, August 19th. Yeah, absolutely. And let me and let me back up real quickly just to say something. Thank, thanks for recognizing that the arts and the, the symphony orchestra is an important part of that. Right. Their importance to the community. Yes. Uh, that's not just for entertainment value. That's for quality of life that leads to things like economic development. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and, and people in, in your profession understand that. Yep. Uh, especially folks moving here from somewhere else. You know, what's it like here? Yeah. Uh, and so we like to think we add to that. The, the symphony, we are a fully professional orchestra. All of our musicians are paid for everything we ask them to do. That raises the bar, and that's a change. Mm -hmm. I know you've been on our board, Carl, and you're a sponsor, and we thank you for that. Uh, We have changed over the last three or four years. Having David Glover as our our, uh, music director and conductor uh, has made a big change in that. So uh, one of the things last year that we decided to do when we couldn't have regular indoor concerts was to have an outdoor concert. So it was so successful that we're doing it again on Thursday the 19th, like you said, next week. We're calling it the Summer Twilight Concert. It's an outdoor concert of light, classical, and some popular, if you will, style music. Uh, just a, what, the, what you would call a lovely evening mm-hmm. uh, on the campus of Humankind uh, over um, off of um, Peakland. And uh, we will have uh, about eight or nine of our musicians uh, playing about a dozen numbers. Uh, the attendees will have uh, will provide seating for table, tables and chairs for seating. They will each receive a charcuterie box, their choice of adult beverages, um, and just a chance to socialize. And uh, as the sun sets, as the sun goes down, enjoy a beautiful evening. Yeah, I was at that event last year. It was a great evening. I brought one of my friends who'd never been to a symphony concert before. It was obviously a lighter. It yes. wasn't. It was just a kind of what do you call it, like the. Uh, I'm not. I'm not very musical. It's not really a pops concert, yeah. but it's a light classical, if you will, concert. <laughs> yeah. Not a heavy classical concert. Right. Yeah. Right. It was a great evening. We had a lot of fun. And, yeah. Exactly. Uh, looking forward to going again. And that's a, that's another thing that we're we're trying to make sure that people understand that the Lynchburg Symphony is not just for hardcore classical music right. lovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got we got a little something for everybody. We like to think. Absolutely. That. Yeah. Well, you've got five concerts this season. Traditionally, the Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra in the season has put together four, sometimes. Less, sometimes five, but you've got five. We have five this year. Traditionally, we've tried to do, at least for the last few years, 
uh, a four concert season uh, at the Academy Center of the Arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's our home. We're a resident company there. We're not part of the Academy, mm-hmm. separate organization, but that's where we play our primary concert schedule. Right. Uh, and so we have four concerts there, and I'll I'll talk about each one of those in a second. But the, the, the exciting thing is the fifth concert, which is really in the middle of the season, is in February on Valentine's weekend. Right. We're doing Love and the LSO. Nice. Which is going to be a concert slash dinner slash dancing uh, evening at the Virginian Hotel. Oh, that's so fun. Uh, and for those who are so inclined, the Virginian has given us special rates if you want to stay over. That's awesome. Uh, and so that'll be February 12th. Mm-hmm. Those, that concert, um, we are next week going to begin selling the tickets. It's taken us a little longer to get around to selling the tickets for that concert because we had to work out the um, the meal, the, all the details with the Virginian Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next week we'll have that, um, and it'll be on our website, our social media. Uh, we'll send out emails and all of that. But the other four concerts begin in October, October the 2nd, Lynchburg's finest concert. This will be at the Academy Center of the Arts. Uh, we will have... Um, the Lynchburg Symphony Youth Orchestra, which I'll talk more about uh, in a few minutes. The Lynchburg Symphony Youth Orchestra will be playing part of that concert side-by-side with the Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra. Nice. Uh, We will have David Glover's wife, Emily, who's a featured violinist with the North Carolina Symphony, will be our featured violinist for part of that concert. She's from Lynchburg originally. Mm -hmm. She grew up here. Uh, Emily Rist Glover. She's from the Rist family. She grew up through the uh, Lynchburg City Strings program, which mm-hmm. lots of people have come through. Both of my kids. Yeah, very yeah. famous program. So she'll be one of our featured artists. Uh, and then Susan Morris, who's one of the owners of Oakwood Country Club, mm-hmm. will be, um, it's either one or two pieces, I'm not sure, but she'll be performing at least one piece on piano that she has written and then has been co-arranged by David Glover, our music director and and conductor. That's pretty amazing. So the Lynchburg's Finest is going to present Lynchburg talent along with the symphony orchestra. That's amazing. We're speaking with uh, with Mike Lewis, the executive director of the Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra, and we just appreciate you coming in. He's talking about the season coming up for the Lynchburg Symphony. You want to showcase any other shows that you got coming up? Yeah, real quickly. So so the other shows at the Academy in December – we're back with our holiday show, mm-hmm. which has become an annual favorite. We just couldn't uh, yeah. do it last year because we couldn't bring people in for a concert. Right. Uh, but it's just a big, fun kickoff to the holiday season. That's Saturday, December 4th. Mm-hmm. So it's right at the beginning of the mm-hmm. hardcore mm-hmm. holiday slash Christmas season. Right. Um, that'll, be, um, that'll be a big concert. I think, in all honesty, most of our concerts this year are going to sell out. Sure. So I'll say it now, and I'll say it again later. Right. Get your tickets now, and I'll tell you how to do that. But we are Wonderful. selling tickets for all core, all four concerts right now. That's great. They're all being sold. Great. Then in February, I already mentioned the uh, Love and the LSO at the Virginian. In April, we'll be back at the Academy for the beautiful Blue Ridge concert. That's going to feature music, uh, Appalachian Spring by Aaron Copeland, Four Seasons by Vivaldi, and um, and one other piece, I forget what that is. And the while the musicians are playing on the large screen at the Academy, we're going to be um, projecting images of artwork from the Mayor Museum, mm-hmm. artwork by local artists, wow. and photography from the local Blue Ridge Photography Association. That's great. All of that basically representing the beautiful Blue Ridge area. What a, well, what a great awesome. program. And then, the, great. and then the last concert in May is That's Entertainment, movie music, and some surprises. Nice. Actually, some video. I'm not talking about the Pac-Man theme. <laughs> I'm talking about current video games uh-huh. have 
sometimes fairly elaborate yeah. musical scoring underneath yeah. them, some of that music. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that'll be in May. So that's our five concerts for the year that is our official season. So if listeners want to learn more or buy tickets, even for next Thursday, what's the best, where can they go to get tickets? So academycenter.org mm-hmm. is where you go for the four concerts at the Academy. All right. For the uh, Love and the LSO concert, you go to lynchburgsymphony.org. Okay. Or you call our office, 434-845-6604. All right, very good. And if you go to our website, you'll get a link to the Academy sure. website. And go to the LSO website for tickets for Thursday night as well. So and for Thursday night as yeah. well, absolutely. And that's coming up this Thursday. Yes. So very good. And then you have one little announcement you can maybe allude to, an exciting Venture going on for the Lynchburg Symphony. So a lot more to come on this. Yeah. We haven't even officially announced it yet, but it's, it's a done. Preview. You hear it here first. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We're breaking news. Uh, let's see. Let's get that sounder. Breaking news sounder here. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, the 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 Lynchburg Symphony Youth Orchestra and the Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra have, since their inception, been two separate organizations, right. separate five hundred one c three nonprofit organizations. They, we, we talked to each other, and we occasionally collaborated, but there was no joint operation. Mm-hmm. Now it's all one organization. Uh-huh. Uh, the LSO has come under the, the LSYO, the, the youth orchestra, has come under the LSO. Gives us a lot of advantages, um, not the least of which is just more effective leadership and mm-hmm. organizational structure. Mm-hmm. But also, last year, we found ways to have some of our LSO musicians, for example, do coaching for ensembles of the LSYO. When they couldn't get together as an entire group and rehearse mm-hmm. COVID, they got together in smaller groups with yeah. spacing. And so we, we had some of our musicians act as coaches, uh-huh. and it worked great. And so those are just the kind, some of the examples of some of the kind of things you're going to see. There will be a separate season for the LSYO, but there will be collaborative performances like the one in October as well. And what a great opportunity for those youth to just be surrounded and sitting in with mm-hmm. experienced musicians. Well, I mean, how cool is that? And I won't call it a feeder program for the LSO, right. but I won't say that it's not a potential oh, feeder absolutely. program for the yeah. LSO. Yeah. And there just was no connection in the past. Yeah. So it just you know it makes perfect sense when you say it out loud, but it took until 2021 to make it happen. Wow. So we're excited about that. Well, Mike Lewis, thank you for being our guest today. We always like to gain a little bit of inside uh, knowledge with our guests, so sometimes I throw a surprise question. So if you are sitting at home and you're on the couch and you're scrolling through the channels and that movie is on, you're going to stop no matter what. It's the movie that you're going to stop, and you probably know some of the lines and you memorize them, and maybe you're, you know, the other family members are like, oh, Mike, not again. <laughs> What's the movie? What's the favorite movie that you would uh, stop on? Okay, the, the only thing I would change is my wife is going to know the lines right along with me. All right. Nobody else in our family does. Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. I've never heard of that movie. It's a riot. It's it's Nicolas Cage being just goofy as can be. <laughs> it's a riot. It's That's a wonderful. very, very funny movie. It's Coen Brothers stuff, and it's, it's great. So Raising not only, Arizona. Highly recommended. There you go. Not only do we have some inside knowledge about the LSO, now we have some inside knowledge of Mike Lewis. So, Mike, thank you for joining us today. Really appreciate your perspective and looking forward to that concert this coming Thursday night. Thank you. Glad to be here. And now, the bizarre real estate fact of the week. All right, so this week's most popular home, according to Realtor.com, is a Minnesota-built hobbit dwelling that appears to have been ripped from the pages of a J.R.R. Tolkien fantasy. It's literally an affordable hobbit house in Minnesota. Nice. Crazy. Do you know the price? I do not know the price. Okay. We'll have to look that (laughs) one up. Shouldn't be too overpriced if it's... Teeny tiny. <laughs> you wouldn't think, but then again, it is 2021. That's right. <laughs> well, if you have real estate questions you want answered on air, send your questions 
to any of our social media platforms. Thank you for tuning in to The Carl Miller Show. We are your caring, competent, trusted advisors for all things real estate. Thanks again to our month's sponsor, Fortress Foundation Solutions. Fortress Foundation Solutions. Easy for me to say, right? For all things basementy, contact FortressFoundationSolutions.com. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next Saturday for another morning of The Carl Miller Show. Mike Lewis, thanks again for joining us today, and we look forward to some great concerts coming up this year. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a great weekend, everyone.